de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, welcome back to De Colores Radio. This is episode 20. 20. Ew, we are no longer teens. We are grown. Yes, do what I want, mom. Stop, we're like... We're not emo teens. We are We're not. Ya no. Ya emo no, no somos emo. Eres emo? Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we appreciate you all listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my favorite, Ralphie Tamayo. What's up? <laughs> that's like synonymous with your name now. Is it? In the podcast world, that's like, that's, it. that's what our podcast is known for. I wonder for. if I can change my name to that. To that, legally. It'll yeah. just say, brrrr. Yeah, well, I couldn't do that to my family, but I'd be like, Rafael de Pratt Tamayo or something. Stop it. I <coughs> actually like that. It sounds pretty good. Right. Rafael Pratt yeah. Tamayo. Anyways, wow. Um, <laughs> how are you? What's new? I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. I'm okay. I'm. Uh, What's I'm wrong with you? Because something was <laughs> wrong with me, and now I'm sad because I feel <laughs> perfect timing. I'm trying. I'm trying. Really, I'm gonna try really hard not to cough. I feel like I gave it to you, and no, I feel like I I'm gonna cry tonight because I can't believe it. Well, I watched Contagion a couple times. You're so lame. <laughs> That's literally the joke you gave me when I was sick. I can't use my joke. Uh, you can. You can recycle it. I won't tell. Right, Delete that part. Cool. Just yeah. kidding. Can we edit that out? Jason? Um, we. <laughs> we announced some cool, exciting things coming up. Uh, 214 Selena, which will be happening soon. And our Grayspace art show submissions are officially open. So you should send us your work. Um, the theme is Viva la Mujer. I think yeah. we've said that for the past few episodes. Yeah. But we got the fire out there, so now it's real. And I hope to see all your work come in. Uh, how are we feeling about all of that? All that stuff we have coming up. All that jazz. And our one year. And our one year. Oh, my God. Yes. It's approaching so quickly. It is. Well, I, we've grown up so much. We really are like 20-somethings now. Like, we still yeah. kind of don't know what we're doing, but at least we kind of look like <laughs> yeah, we know what like, we're doing. Know, we, we've kind of done some stuff, so. We've done a thing or two. Yeah. We're we in the game. get a job or so. <laughs> Let <laughs> me find out. <laughs> um, but, oh, my God, Rafa, I forgot. <clears throat> what? Can you help me with something? <sighs> Yes, I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy. All right. Into how we are feeling right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> into the reality of our existence. Ay, Dios mío. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. <laughs> Memes. It's time for me mood. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I thought it, it was going to be unanimous with Homeboy. But with both of us? With everybody, I everybody mean it in the built, yeah. I mean, we still kind of use it. Yeah, but I'm not done. And it's it's really difficult to explain this one. It because is because there's, there's no not much yeah. sound. But after watching it for like the thousandth time, <laughs> he has. I think he has a pack of uh, the small starburst in you his left hand. You believe it's starburst? Yeah, I, I want this person starburst. to come out. <coughs> I don't know who he is, but I feel like we should know his name by now. Yeah, he looks like he's on the internet. Yeah. So your mean mood is. <laughs> 
the the skinny tatted up <laughs> brother with the star. It sounds like he's got Starburst in his it mouth. It sounds like he's chewing yeah, the Starburst. Yeah, but he doesn't like. It's just and all the memes are like you know when someone doesn't really have an answer oh, and then they play. Up. It's a little f boy. Yeah, truly. like the four second video of him just like. Where you know he's gonna say like uh ma so I mean uh what I was about yeah. to say is uh that's basically yeah, like what I feel. Yeah, like he puts his fist into his hand and then puts his hands out and then puts his fist back right. and then he's like yeah it is what it is. <laughs> it that that's, is what it is. That's that's Rafa's meme mood that's and my mood. I I don't know why I feel very eager about this meme mood. Yeah. Usually I'm like not I'm like hmm this is how I feel, but this video was mildly <laughs> disturbing. And as I kept watching it, I fell in love with it. I think it's kind of cute. And I actually am impressed. So my me mood is that little rat showering its whole body. Is that real? <laughs> it's real. I don't They're, know what it it's It looks from. like a human. No, it is killing the game. Like, he is a grown rat. Yes. He knows he's doing something he shouldn't be doing, but he's me, killing it. And that's how I feel. Let me find out they're shooting the live-action Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah, they might be. It might be live-action. That might be the new think thing so? for ABC, you yeah. know? You gotta, that was a you robot. Gotta change. That wasn't real. It's real. It. And I think, I feel like I saw <laughs> that it was like... I don't know. It might have been some like Twitter troll, but he was like a scientist that was like yeah. <laughs> testing some shit a out. Scientist. But his little rat <laughs> was showering its whole body. I was amazed and disturbed, and ultimately I loved it. So I feel like the shower rat because he is doing what he shouldn't be, but he's doing well. You know what? Yeah. Clean up, homie. Yeah. Clean yourself, even yeah. though the world thinks you're dirty trash. Yeah. That sounds clean really yourself, sad. Go get some za. And Drag it the, across the city and then the take it back stop. home. Stop. Pizza rat. I'm dead. All the rats are impressive. Anyways, those are our meme moods. So last episode, we were lucky enough to have Giovanni Valderas in the building with us. I was really excited to meet him. I think I met him before, but I actually, like, talked to him and connected yeah. and heard his story. And I think that's probably my favorite part about this is, like, yo, tell me more. He's real. He's, He's real. good people, and I feel bad because every time he would come here. So he went before he was, before he was commissioner again. He used to be a commissioner. Oh my god! <coughs> wow, two times. And so he would stop by the cultural center, and you know, out of respect, we try to make it easier for commissioners to come in, but mm -hmm. we would never put a cone out. Or You're supposed to do that. I mean, it's it's like just one of those things where it's like, well, if a commissioner is going to stop by, but you know, especially because of the parking here, we're going to try to make it easy for them, right. and so. You know, some places it's custom that you like put a cone out to make sure that the commissioner can come in. That's so funny. And uh, <laughs> we never did. And so I'd see him like walking across the street. I'm Pobre like, oh, it's he know, across the street like us regular people. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that to the yeah, commissioners. It's, it's funny. That's funny. Um, we were so glad to have him here with us. And I also learned because I was starting to choke in the middle of that episode. I thought I was like just having allergies. Found out I had the flu. The next day, the doctor was like, yo, you got the flu. And I was like, great. I totally wanted this. Thank you so much, sis. Yay. And so I took some pills. They didn't do nothing. And I died for several days. It was really fun. And now I feel like I gave it to you. So I'm really eager about life right now. Well, it's fine. I, I'm going to the Salvadorian store in a little bit Stop. to get some, some penicillin. They nah. might have some Tamiflu from... Uh, nah. I uh, you need to get it because it's for the low probably there. Because anywhere else, have, it's not cheap. They have cheap. pentrexil for the low. I don't she even know me. Oh Lord Jesus. She know Anyways, me. we had the flu. I had the flu. I probably gave it to Rafa. <coughs> the whole world has the flu because Trump's president. That's my logic. Yeah. 
And one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Jesus Christ, this is taking a sharp turn. So that's a quick <laughs> rundown of what we've been up to. I'm actually doing all right. I'm feeling all right. I'm glad to be recording an episode because I miss this. So now it is time for us to jump into the juice. El Julito. We are going to start with some local news. It's not really news. It's kind of just like I like to look at it as modern art that appears across the city. (laughs) My favorite forms are the ones that are just a pile that have fallen over and seem like they've never belonged. Um, You know this background better than me, but Dallas decided to put bikes everywhere to make it more bike friendly <coughs> and for people to use instead of commuting via vehicles. Right. So the city had done something where they did they tried to implement bike sharing and them like be in charge of it. And so there was like two bike sharing stations. One was on like Fair Park grounds. Uh-huh. Bikes where you had to like ride a bus or get dropped off to get to them. Okay. So they were fairly inaccessible. <laughs> right. Made no sense. They were like, <laughs> okay, well, whatever, you know, let's find a way to make it better. Right. And so they figured, well, get these other companies who've deemed successful, deemed a successful, you know, And one of them looks like it says LimeWire because it's <coughs> yeah. green and it has like a little flower or something. Yeah, it really does look like LimeWire. And but, then um, there's another one. There's multiple yeah, of these OFO, companies. Yeah, V-Bike, Flip, este, <laughs> Slow Riders. Stop it. Back to the Hood Bikes. Oh, that's my favorite uh. one, actually. <laughs> um, they're just kind of comical. Yeah. I've seen maybe two groups of people r- ride them ever in my personal experience. The other yeah. day was right here outside the center, and we were standing here talking to Would You Be My Friend, and... Will oh, You Be My Friend. Oh, would you? Look at me. I'm all texting. <laughs> I'm like, would you? <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ. Sorry, pal. What if you ask him that? Like, Stop. Like, I'm hey, embarrassed would you now. be my friend? Would you be my friend? Would Could you be my friend? We have That'd renamed his whole art. No, we um, can't do that. Anyways, this girl was riding through, and she was about to crash into us. It was so sad. She was like, whoa. And we were like, oh. And I was like, good luck, girl. And she kept making it. We died laughing because we were like, yeah. yo. But she was laughing, too. So we didn't feel she that bad. She probably had a few. A Maybe. Few I don't know. She just looked like she might have not ridden a bike. Yeah. But props to them because I don't know how to ride a bike. I know <coughs> you're about to attack me for that because that's like a normal human thing that I should know how to do, but I didn't. Anyways, they're comical. They're jokes. And I feel like maybe some of them are okay, but ultimately Not it that seems many. silly. And so, you know, I see a lot more people riding them around home, like in that yeah, in like area. area. So, like, I feel like, yeah, it's cool. It's nice to have them around. But for real, there's there's at least 15 or 20 on every block, like – Piled up usually. Yes, and so it's that that seems a little, a little excessive. So the city, you know, the city said, "Hey, y'all better clean your act up, or, or we'll do it." And now so. people are splitting them in half and putting them on poles. Yes, as sculptures. It's sculptures. It's yeah. art. And thank you, Dallas, for bringing bike share because obviously we needed it. It's not adding <laughs> any more problems to the city. Um, the roads are a mess, but here are bikes. Here are bikes. You know, 35, we haven't seen it in decades, but here's here's a bike. Um, this news is kind of interesting. It seems like we're being trolled, but what doesn't nowadays – Reba is apparently the new Colonel Sanders. I st- <laughs> even after seeing the story and the commercial and yes. hearing her sing uh-huh. and all the tweets and seeing the hat and fly the official in her statement, head. Yes. yes, I still don't believe it. It's I saw the commercial on TV and then I was like, okay, this is for real. This isn't an internet joke. Um, 
I don't know if they're trying to like act progressive, but it looked like a bunch of Trump supporters in the commercials, so I still wasn't into it. Um, I don't know. Is that stereotyping? Is that bad? I don't know. I mean, I'm probably not wrong though, right? Anyways, I you know what? I haven't eaten at KFC because uh, when he was still campaigning, he like posted a picture on a plane and he was eating KFC and he was like, mmm, KFC. I was like, well, that was the end of my KFC journey because yeah. I'm disgusted. I never really liked KFC. I am a fried chicken connoisseur, so I can yeah. say these things. But this feels weird. I don't feel like Reba belongs there. I wanted her to stick to her TV show and everything else. Yeah. Sing it, Pat. Go ahead, Sang girl. It. That I was a good show. She good. Stop. <laughs> Anyways, Reba is the new Colonel Sanders, y'all, because in case you wanted more white feminism, it's right there. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Um, And other things of people that should not be doing things that they're doing, Cole Beasley. Oh, my God. The Dallas Cowboy player who is fairly good. I know that much. Yeah. I hear his name a lot. Uh, is rapping. I would rather hear Reba sing KFC commercials. Stop! For and real. there's that hot take. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I probably just peeked. Peekaboo. That's what Rafa made me do. <laughs> um, yes. So you're more of the Dallas Cowboy expert, so I was going to let you take it away. Um, because it wasn't as horrible as I thought it would be. <coughs> but I also don't know why he's doing it. I guess creative expression, right? Yeah, um, but, like, it's on iTunes and Spotify. He's trying to get that paper. How did he get on Spotify before us? I'm offended. Yeah, I don't, I mean, <laughs> there's, like, you can only be a certain shade of brown. Stop it. Before they I'm too, can take you too serious. Many. So, yeah. Oh, damn, I feel personally attacked now. This is supposed to be well, about no, Cole I Beasley, not me. No, I'm. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, Cole, I mean, he, he's a good player. He's a, he's a, he's one of my, like. Yeah, he's an exciting player because he's good. Right. But even if, like, you have decent bars the way he does. Decent is being generous. That's being very generous. That's being from a man who is overly critical about anybody that wants to venture into the rap game. Because you can do it. Yes. And I'll put it out there. If if I if I bump into you, Beasley, we're going to battle, and I'm going to make you I'm quit your rap career. Let's I will, call him out. Yeah, call him out. I will quit. I will. I will make him quit. Oh Cole Beasley, God. I will make you Stop. quit your rap career. I'm, I'm pro. I support you. This is the first time we agree I'm, on something. Don't. I think. Ooh. Not really. This is gonna turn I don't need. I'll, I'll drive up to the star whenever training camp oh starts. Oh my God, Sosie's gonna get Whatever. all scared. You're gonna intimidate him, make him not play well. You know we already struggling. Oh, uh, you're right. So ooh, keep, don't get me mad. I'm a. I'm ooh, sorry. This I'm whole, a, my new name's gonna be Swole Cole. Beasley. I'm gonna get. Oh my God. That's enough about Stop that. Stop rapping, Cole. Stick, stick to the football. Truly, That's please. what we appreciate We you. need you there. Uh, in more sports news, Greg Popovich watched the 13th. That's a lot of lispy sounds I'm making it right is. now. Greg Popovich watched <laughs> the 13th. Yeah. Theater kids. No, I'm just kidding. Red leather, yellow leather. Unique Blue New York. Velvet, Unique New violet York. velvet. Um... He watched the 13th. I'm really, that's really spitty for me. With the team. Oh, my God. That's what like is that bird sound? <laughs> like everything. It was supposed to be a ding, but we got every other creature. Yeah. Um, you said he that watched was really it. spitty for me. I did. 
<laughs> it was though. Like I for real meant that. So he watched it with the Spurs team. I, you know, I grew up hating the Spurs because my neighbors were Spurs fans and they're obnoxious as hell. And like now as an adult and seeing Greg, I'm like, I can't not like bow to you a oh, little yeah. bit because you you're such it. a dope coach and you're also like the wokest coach I've seen in any sport ever, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it's just really dope because that's just a really important film. And so taking your team when you know that this field that y'all are working in is a predominantly black dominated field and would not excel without them and clearly saying like, yo, y'all have rights and I'm here to support y'all all the time. Cause he's been a lot more outspoken in the last few years. Yeah. He's really dope. Um, so if you haven't watched the 13th by Ava DuVernay, you totally should because she was there when they screened it. And that was really cool. And I wish I was there to yeah. experience that as well. Do you wish you were a Spurs fan now? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Greg Popovich fan, yeah, but I'm not a Spurs fan because even though my maps are trash, they are always in my heart. Just like uh, Real quick sidebar. The girl that went viral after her wisdom teeth got pulled. Which one? That's yeah. like everybody. <coughs> Diane. Diane? She, you know no, her? No, she's like, she went viral, so she they, she got I her wisdom. This? I'll send you the video, but she got her wisdom teeth pulled, and she's in the car, and they're, like, asking her questions, and she says, yeah, I wish I could get Dirk's autograph. And so the girl Aww. recording says, Drake? She's like, no, Dirk. Dirk is loyal. That He's is never left the team, so even funny. throughout all the BS. That's so beautiful. He's Why loyal. have I not seen it? It's really funny. That is hilarious. Yeah. And so, like, she, she, she met Dirk. Yeah. And oh she was like, Yeah, he's God. not a traitor. She's like, I could name a few traitors. Damn, but Dirk's not one of them. She's a real one. Yeah, I'm about so to get my wisdom teeth taken out so I can say the same yeah. thing. And, and so, yesterday, like, he met her. And, he, you know, Dirk, the sweet, mo- beautiful. Yeah, the gentleman that he is, like, signed her shirt and all this other swag. and. Met her and said what's up, but yeah. Shout out to Dirk. Um, Dallas news again, kind of. Triple D. Also more sportsies. This is a lot of words. Um, Mothers Against Police Brutality, which if you remember on episode uh, whatever number, um, we had Sarah (laughs) McCurria here, and she is one of the co-founders of Mothers Against Police Brutality. And she told us about when Kaepernick donated to their organization, which is Dallas-based, uh, they actually got some more money from not only Cap, but also from Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, D-O-double-jizzle. And my favorite part was seeing Sarah, because I saw it on my Instagram. I didn't see it on Sarah's Facebook or anything else. Yeah. I saw it on my Instagram, and I was like, I'm shook. And then I walked to Sarah, no, I didn't walk to Sarah's Facebook page, but I looked at it, and she was like, creep walking <laughs> to the bank. I was like, I'm <laughs> dead. I love you so much. So if you haven't heard our episode 12 where we talked to Sarah McCuria, you should definitely check it out. I think it's really dope because Kaepernick is a man of his word. And he's doing such amazing stuff. And so they donated, I think it was either 25 or 35 to Mothers Against Police Brutality. Well, um, 20 from Colin. And then that's when he said Uncle Uncle Snoop upped it by 15. So it was a total of 35. 35K yeah. to Mothers, Ag- Mothers Against Police Brutality here in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, It's really dope. They, of course, have been donating to lots of different organizations. But, of course, when it's yeah. Dallas space and we know good people are – are are with that organization. It's really cool to see that. Uh, a little bit more news involving 
helping people that need it. I don't know. These yeah. transitions are trash. I'm so sorry. Those you are guys. amazing. Are, you need to stop because you be hyping me at the wrong time. <laughs> and I'm over here going to like go to an open mic night and be like, self-care corner. People are going to be like, get off the stage. And I'll be like, he said I was good at this. Um, Chameleonaire helped the undocumented family that I think they also went viral where they were like that image of him at the airport and they were talking about his background and the chameleon air reached out to the to the writer of that piece right. and helped out that family and that was really cool because like we haven't heard chameleon air's name in a hot minute but it was really dope to see that he's still doing good things and I like the video he made that was on the shade room well, you know, everything's on the shade room, but it was on the shade room, and he was, like, saying, essentially, like, you know who produced Riding Dirty? Mexicans. You know who, da-da-da? Mexicans. Yeah. And he just, like, was, like, listing it all out, and he's like, I'm from Tejas. I was like, same. Uh, so it was just really cool to see him, like, repping for our community, um, but Erika Chilome, who's also been another awesome guest, kind of reminded me via Twitch, via Instagram, that we can't always, and we've talked about this as well on here, that you can't just equate undocumented people to their work and what they do for you either. Mm -hmm. They're obviously still humans. We have to remember that side of it. But it was really cool to see someone like Chameleon Air doing something like this yeah. and, and defending <coughs> it and being proud of it and just going for it. It shines a different light on it. There's way too much of for the, sure. you know, negative and, and, you know, tearing down of our communities. Right. You don't see enough of the stories. And, you know, stuff like that happens all the time, but you know, I think when Chameleon Air did that and the kind of light that it shed on on the situation that we're going through with our people, like, it's really dope to it see. It was dope. It yeah. warmed my heart. I should probably listen to Riding Dirty like 500 times now. Yeah. I mean, he he ain't tripping. He ain't he ain't about that rap money no more. What is he, he doing now? I really don't He's know. He's like, he was entrepreneur. He went over to uh, Silicon Valley. Shut up. Yeah, like he started investing in a lot of that stuff, technology and all this Damn, other thing. Damn, he's he a smart man. He left that rap money. Yeah, for real. No, seriously, he left that rap money behind. I really didn't know. He ain't even playing it like that. It was like that. Yeah, no. Go ahead. Good for you, Chameleonaire. <laughs> Thanks for the love. In other news, we actually wanted to talk about this last episode. And then more stuff happened afterwards, so now I kind of wish we had. Um, we we definitely don't talk about Afro-Latinx people uh, in the Latinx community enough. A person we, I'm glad, is, is repping how she's repping, Amara La Negra, a Dominican artist and musician who has kind of come into the light recently. I believe she's on the show... Love and Hip Hop. I'm yes. so bad with all these shows because they all blend in together after a while. Uh, she's on that show. We all saw that clip, or maybe you didn't, where a producer was like, oh, like really being snarky and mocking her. And he was like, so, like, I don't know why people are having a hard time understanding that there's like Afro-Latinos, which is like African Amer African-Americans. I hate myself. Uh, you know, black people with Latino background or whatever, and it's not a hard concept to understand, but because we're so, like, American and <coughs> just normalized to whatever we think is quote-unquote normal, it's irritating to see that. So, basically, there was that video that came out. There was that video first with the producer that was mm -hmm. giving her a hard time and being an asshole, shocker, yeah. and saying, you know, she would have to clean up her look and this, this, that, 
And then a few weeks later, there's the interview with the damn Breakfast Club. I don't know how they all still have jobs. <laughs> I watch them sometimes, so I'm not even going to lie. Like, I, I used to watch them a lot more. But they're so irritating to me because they are so ignorant all the time. And they're constantly offending people. And it's not because people are easily offended. So don't hit me with that, everybody who is like that, because there's a lot of people like that. But they literally don't know their shit and they sound stupid. And the whole reason Charlemagne has a career to me is because he just like gaslights people and fires them up. And then he's like an idiot and is not professional. And so he's just an asshole and asks the asshole questions in the wrong way. You yeah. can be Barbara Walters and get the fire in a nice way or like Oprah and get the fire in a nice way. Yeah. But he doesn't. And so he was just like, what? How can you be Afro-Latino? I don't get it. Like he did not understand that you can be... Yeah. This person, and then he, she just, like, had to, like, defend herself and be like, it's not about this. And then he brought up, like, SZA, and I was like, she has nothing to do with this. Like, yeah. obviously, we need to talk about this diaspora in this country and in the world because it exists, and we're having a hard time comprehending that. So shout out to Amara for basically taking the fire because she's really paving that way. What bugs me is, like, there's an audience like there's a big audience for that kind of ignorance whether whether it's it's genuine or not there's an audience big enough to support what charlemagne says and right like there's there's people willing to take that in and and really translate that as fact what and right. so on well, it, it was weird though because she was basically saying <coughs> like colorism right like colorism exists and he was like having a hard time understanding that and so i know a lot of criticisms online have been like yo you bleach your skin like shut the hell up and i was like "Ooh, i didn't know all that shit but damn and so it was just really stupid because he was acting like he doesn't know that colorism exists in like every facet of every community yeah. like especially as a black man like you know that there's nicknames and shit for different shades of people i don't know like it gets really complicated but i think especially in the latino community as well like we need to acknowledge that this is an issue that has been unheard of i know we've mentioned before that mexico just only started counting their people on the census afro latino people and so that shows you how far behind we are but power to her because she's literally like leading this fight for these people that have had this identity and have had to succumb to what little space they had and I I can't stand Charlemagne, so I won't even say F him because he doesn't <laughs> deserve my time. But it's really interesting. And I'm excited to see where she goes, and I wish her all the best because she's very amazing and very powerful. Then finally. Speaking of the Grammys. Speaking of the Grammys? You sounded like Michael Scott. <laughs> I did. That's how you looked at least. No, that was, that was good. You take the transition. Right? No, take it away, honey. <laughs> that You're so was good. Terrible. No, I loved it. I was here for it. Um, the <laughs> Grammy outcome. Speaking of music and things that don't make sense, um, <laughs> I hate my transition so much. I'm good at everything else but that. You didn't watch the Grammys. Um, I did not. Because you hate me. No, I just. If I definitely thought you were going to watch, and then we were going to bond. And I bond. wanted to, but um, I knew Kendrick was going to win. Did you know that? I did. For real? Yeah. You didn't tell me that when we talked about it last. Come on. The stage was set for him to win. Was it? Yeah. And, wow, he's um, salty. I knew that SZA was not going to win. Okay, so you just and like so a psychic. I, I already knew that I was going to be upset. And so uh, I'm not big on award shows, f you know, for a variety of reasons. Right. But um, 
Yeah, so I, I, I just, I mean, and then that, that's a lot of time to commit. You know, it I, is an like actual a, time commitment. After it, it finished, I was like, yo, this was like my yeah. whole evening. Um, I was trying not to die, you know what I mean? Stop, because of the flu? Yeah. Stop, I'm really Sick sad now. It. Oh my God, I can't. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, I... It was there was a cute little uh, like musical moment. I don't know if you're into musicals. I just assume because you're a theater person. I don't like. I hate musicals. Do you really? Not okay. Well, just they did put, like a like. I can't be out like in the streets and people be like, "Yo, that's that fool that listens <laughs> to musicals." <laughs> <man."> <laughs> I can for real. Like that fool was singing "Master of the House" while he was at the I club. I am so tired you of you right now. That's a good song though. That is a good song. I ain't um, so they did like a little Andrew Lloyd Webber tribute thing. So they sang like West Side it. Story and some. Um, Cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> um, my voice voice is really that disgusting. Was good. That was, no, uh, stop it. That oh, was amazing. I'm really tired of you. No, it really was. <coughs> it's not Madonna. It was Patty Lapone. Don't offend me. Um, anyways, no, it was really interesting because Kendrick opened the night, and I just like who? <sighs> <laughs> I don't know how I let it get to me still. Um, stop! He's doing his damn me mood act right now. Um, stop! <laughs> so he opened the night, and he always has amazing performances. And then he well. won like the. <laughs> I'm so tired of you. I really am. So uh, I was just really happy for him. Yeah. I will say, obviously, everyone knows SZA was snubbed, but also like she's our internet like music queen. So like, of course, we're gonna be unhappy. Yeah. Remember, I think we've talked about this several times with all these other award shows. These entities are not made for people of color. Right. They are not created by them. They use them up, and then they chew them out, spit them out, basically. Yeah. Um, which I believe even Jay-Z, w- was it in the 90s when he just didn't go because he was like, nah, like yeah. y'all just using us. So it's like, it, it hasn't changed that much. And so of course, James Corden, like at the beginning was like, well, this is the most, di-. wow, I don't know. That's not a British <laughs> accent, but he was like, this is the most diverse, um, Grammys there's ever been. And I was like, fuck off. There's two Latinos there. Um, anyways, that's yeah, my go, saltiness. Go fucking sing karaoke in a car. That's all fuck you can do. But anyways, it was really interesting because of course like i was shocked kendrick won as much as he did i just didn't expect him to even though i believed he deserved most of them yeah i do believe jay-z deserved something as well so i was a little bit sad for him i'm not a jay-z hater i just you know you know how we feel yeah um so that was really interesting i know a lot of people were upset about that and they were like somebody said like i think it was Jesus. he was like damn he put his whole life on the line like that y'all ain't gonna award him with nothing and I was like, dang, it's Hove true. Knew, though. He knew. I feel like he had a little ounce of hope. L- well, I think he knew. He's like, as long as the hood fucks with me, I'll be all right. Because I know what it means long term. I feel like the hood hasn't heard 444 because we don't have title. You don't need a title. <laughs> I mean, I, who I purchases you my login. full albums? How I, I sent you iTunes. my login, you still ain't used title. I actually probably should do that. I watched Family <clears throat> Feud, though. That was nice. I appreciate oh, yeah, that time. Um, so... It's just the same old stuff with the Grammys. I'm happy that Kendrick won as many as he did. I already said that. Um, I also liked seeing Beyonce with her child and her child hushing her mother and father. That was iconic. Cute little moment. And I don't know. Award shows are award shows, and I'm sure the Oscars will go the same way and not 
go to who they should. So there's that, and I believe that is all we have for the juice this week. So now it is time for dun 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 Stop! Why do you keep doing it? Um, this is mad cheesy for real, but I did it yesterday and I felt a lot better. So my niece and nephew, and I feel like I did something similar to this, but I don't know that I did this. Mm. So I hope it's not a repeat. But uh, my niece and nephew, the oldest ones, are like 16 and 15. So oh, they're word. H- homeboy that like can dunk? Yes, he's like tall as hell. And yeah. they're too grown and too cool for me now. Yeah. And I was really missing them, and I always, like, pester them, but they never reach out to me, and I'm just like, damn, I'm sad. Cause it's 2018. I, I know. <laughs> damn, is that how it is? Yeah. So I called them, and I talked to them. I caught up with them, and I ended up feeling a ton better. I'm really whack like that, and I appreciate, like, people just reaching out to me. So I always try to do that. So my self-care corner is to call someone you miss. And I know it's mad cheesy, but it's like you never know what's going to happen. And it's really sweet to catch up with people that you love and care about. And you shouldn't just think about it and be sad. You should probably pick up the damn phone. Yeah, you know what? You're right. And, like, I hate talking on the you phone. You do. I, do. I can't. St- when someone calls me, I, like, want to throw my phone across the Anytime room. I call you, I'm like, I'm so sorry I'm calling you right now. <laughs> No, but, like, I like to think of myself as an efficient person. And I feel like yes. a lot of the time a phone call is wasting my time. Damn. And so I understand. No, 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 no. I understand <laughs> that that's abrasive, but I need to not think that way. I was actually reading something where they were talking about, I don't know how I stumbled on this, but they were talking about young millennials versus old millennials. What? What? That's and basically the color is radio. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but they were talking about the the I guess the communication and how some of it breaks down w- even within that group. Mm-hmm. And younger millennials grew up in the age of like IMs and what's up, up little maps trick ninety four <laughs> in the building. <laughs> <laughs> and grew up with this idea of like this instant and texting and like this message exchange where everything was quick but right. it was disconnected. Yes. And like I remember, you know, growing up. And if I wanted to talk to someone, they were within close range, so we would literally just go over. Walk over, yeah. And if it was someone that wasn't that close, we'd pick up the phone, and that was a big deal. But it meant right. something. And so that exchange of, like, hey, you know, is such and such there? Can I talk to him? Right. Like that You were really exchange, looking for Right. Them. And so that meant something. And so I think in between that and the exchanging of messages where you don't connect with, like, the voice, something happened where – something like calling someone you miss became more of like a back burner kind of thing. So you're right. right. Like I feel like there's there's a few people that I feel like I should call because I do miss, but I don't call I and nothing so, and, ever happens. And that happens a lot because we're like, oh, we saw on Facebook <coughs> that they're doing fine or oh, da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. So you don't even worry about it, but it's like it's still different. It's different than a comment. It's different than a text. And yeah. things are not communicated the same, and it means a lot more when you actually hear their voice and connect oh with them and tell them you God, love though. them. Can we pause recording? I have to go cry. I mean, that I'm happens like, once a recording, so it's uh, fine. Actually, now never happens because oh, I don't cry. You don't cry. I'm no emotions. I'm incapable of crying. No tears ever. Nope. Um, so that is our self-care corner for the week. Now it is time for the brown business. I don't know why I haven't done this sooner. That's I think it's kind of silly. That was that was mafia. Brown business. I should have been Pito much Kareem. more. Stop! Forget I thought about it. you're doing like several m- like mob guys. I can't keep up now. You, you're good. You. I caught. I, okay, I caught on. Good. 
Okay, so the first one, this is, I don't know why I never do stuff from Grand Prairie. Like, I'm not from there, and that's from not where? where I eat. Don't act like that. GP uh, <laughs> was pulga. good. La Pulga is the only thing people know about Grand Prairie. Um, <laughs> I should, we should do yeah, Trader's belly. Village we as a brown should. business. <laughs> nah, they don't even need us. They get people packed every weekend. Rain, shine, uh, no matter true. what. Actually, Rain. I don't even know if it's owned by brown people, but it's, like, know. run by brown people. I don't think so. Anyways... I'm picking my two favorite spots to eat, and that is a Salvadorian restaurant called Lily's, and it's so delicious. They might be the best pupusas I've ever had, and I do have family that can cook it, but it ain't that good. So Lily's off of Beltline and Grand Prairie Road is delicious, super delicious Salvadorian tamales también. And then right next door, so, like, you go, you get your pupusa, and you get your tamal, you get your whatever you want. You, they even have their quesadillas. You know their, yeah. you know their right, quesadillas right, right. Yeah. different than ours. Um, then you go outside. This was the sweetest thing. I'm being overwhelmed right now because okay. I feel a lot of feelings You're for these crying. places. I'm <laughs> crying in the club right now. <laughs> so the lady, the owner, I was paying, and she had a rusa. And I was like, yo, yeah. that looks so good. And I just kept kind of staring at it. And then she goes, Quieres? And she offered me her own rusa and let me drink from it. And I was like, You are so beautiful. I don't and believe so you right she, now. Pat, did she not let me she have a really drink did. of her own ass she was cup? Like telling us all the so fruit that was you, in there. I was like, You are so sweet. The owner you of this restaurant. You basically got roofied. Is that where you just took this? Because I thought you might say the flu, but <laughs> roofied is another level. So she offered me her drink. I knew it was from next door, but she still offered me some. It was really sweet. So they're good people there. And then right next door is Fruta Loca. And I really love that place because I dreamed of a damn fruteria when I was a kid in Grand yeah. Prairie because we didn't used to have it. But now all La Raza came to Grand Prairie and we got several all spread out. But Fruta Loca right next door to Lily's is also mad delicious. The lady's my homegirl. She's like, who you dating, girl? Like, she's real cool, too. They have delicious mangos. Family-owned, beautiful, cute little... You know how Fruteria's got, like, random kids' chairs and TVs in there so you could set up for the night? You could have probably watched the Grammys there if you wanted to. So, support Lily's and Fruta Loca in Grand Prairie. Yay. Grand, I'll have to stop by if I ever, for whatever strange reason, wow, I end up in Grand Wow, because you hate me. It's fine. <laughs> now we're getting closer to wrapping up, and we mentioned briefly earlier that we have some exciting events coming up with The Colores. <coughs> We have first the Viva la Mujer Grace Space Art Show. As we said earlier, the submissions are officially open. So literally all you have to do is email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. Preferably put something like art submissions in your title because it will just make our life easier. And then you can send us any pieces of work. It can be poetry. It can be a paper. It can be photography. It can be a movie. It can be music. It can literally be any form of creative expression. We're going to have that art show on March 9th here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. And more details will follow. But we hope to see you all involved. There's so much amazing work out there that I hope to see in this freaking yeah. show. Well, people already started like submitting. Yeah, and then like mentioning, yo, I'm going to do something. I'm going to submit stuff. Yay. I know my friend was like, I'm going to make a Selena poem. And I was like, bitch, cool. it's lit. So that leads me to our next event, which is 214 Selena. And I think we've mentioned how that's how Rafa and I met the first time, which is cool. 
and we have really exciting things planned and i don't even i can't say that much because then i'll say it all but you're gonna want to be there and that's going to be on march 31st at several locations yeah look out for that Mm -hmm. lots more to come and then the next month there's so much going on i'm like overwhelmed already Uh, is our one year anniversary event we're looking at the end of april ish we don't have the date secured just yet but it'll be our one year anniversary event super exciting stuff i'm probably gonna cry I Pat's gonna cry like eight times. I'm gonna ugly cry. cry. Ugg boots cry. Ew, <laughs> Ugg boots. Don't say <laughs> that. That's not cute. Because she was gonna say ugly, ugly, but she didn't uh, say. She uh, said Ugg boots. And then didn't finish ugly. it. Ugg boots cry. Uh, that's mid-April is what we're looking at. Mid end Mid of to late April. April. So keep that in mind. Very excited about that. We're thankful that we have gotten so much support and can actually celebrate our one year. So that's cool. Then finally, Pat's favorite segment, because everybody wants to hear more Pat. Uh, Let Pat speak. Who you got with the Coco? Take it away. Take it away. Twins. Go, Pat. Okay, so for um, (laughs) this week's Who You Got, I've chosen. (laughs) I'm just like, y'all are distracting me. We're literally not even doing anything. What's wrong with you? Can I pour Um, some drink? Dang. (laughs) For real. My Who You Got's gonna be the Marias. They're an LA based band. Um, they're actually in the plane of South by, so I'm super excited. Hoping I can catch them. They're also playing Coachella. 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 Concha. 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 That's my mom's nickname. <laughs> no, not Concha. No, Concha. <laughs> I hate myself. I messed it up. <laughs> But um, okay. definitely check them out if you haven't already. They've got an EP out currently called Super Clean Volume 1. I think they're going to be l- releasing their second EP this year. Uh, they were just featured. The lead singer, Maria, was actually on. No way. Sobre Her name's Maria, pa- and they're called La Marias. The, the Marias? Yeah. Okay, go she on. She was interviewed on one of our favorite pods, Sobre Mesa Pod, when Sin and Ana interviewed them. Woo. So it's kind of cool hearing their background Cute. and how they got together. So check them out. Cute. I was about to say cool, but you already said cool, it. Yeah. So now, Rafa, wh- who do you got? Um, you've probably never heard of them. <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, um, I don't know that people know about my secret love affair with Houston because I, l- I love H-Town and I can't stand H-Town. Okay. But uh, with that being said, Maxo Cream's album, Pumpkin. I was up in Vegas Yo. at the May with a party. Then my mama called me by Hurricane Harvey. Say that house got flooded, water covered up the sofa. Impala Range Rover, she need me to come over. Nowhere near the world, it was fucking Everything now, the Lil Uzis and the Lil Pumps and all of that. Wow, you're an old hip-hop head. Well, no, hold on. <laughs> There's there is the flip side where they're like, yo, mumble rap is whack, and this is why it's whack, and right. I'm not with that because I'm like, whatever. If your career is hating on what's popular right now, you're garbage. Right. Like you know, up with the times and change your whole attitude. Like you might have some skill, but you hating on them it makes you make know better. You better. Yes, right. I agree. So Maxo Cream, I know he's not really with the whole mumble rap vibe. Right. But he's also not with that old school like hip hop. Yo, I'm a purist. He does what he does. He talks about what he lived, and he's like in some pretty like dangerous situations right now. Like he got locked Aren't up, and he's looking at maybe doing some time. Okay. But like he, he came with some stuff that you can like really listen to over and over, or really vibe out to, or like party to, or just like chill to. 
And so that album is really dope. It's definitely worth a listen. Maxwell Cream, Punkin, H-Town. Hold it down. Cheer. Wow, that was really nice. I complimented you. Word. Um, (laughs) uh, So my Who You Got, uh, I just recently listened to it, but I was really into it, and I didn't think I would be. Uh, Willow Smith, one Will Smith's young daughter, is no longer oh, doing the I hair. I my hair back No, she's better that than that. She's so <laughs> she kind of made like an alternative 1990s sounding ass album. It's like called The First. Aw, mm. rest Pour in peace. Uh, <laughs> I keep thinking of Andy from The Office singing Zombie. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I was singing that the other day. Zombie. Um, but it's a really cool album because I don't think I knew what I was expecting when I listened. And then I was like, oh, shit. And I actually really appreciate her lyrics. And it's a lot of really powerful stuff. And it's just honestly really cool to hear her doing like a grungy alternative 1990s. Why do I keep saying 1990s? Does that sound weird? No. No, I mean, you keep looking at me with that judgmental like. I am not. I really am not. It's all good. I'm from that. Reagan era. You know what it is. Anyways, Willow Smith, <laughs> the first. She's an artist. The whole family are damn artists. Beautiful people. Follow Will Smith's Instagram because people are really into that right now and it's cute or whatever. But my who you got is Willow Smith because she's actually a really talented artist. And I think her album is really dope. It's called The First. Check it out. That does it here for us at The Colores Radio. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a darn review. That's right. We're letting Pat have more words nowadays. We need them. It'll help us advance and do things. I actually really would like to see more reviews because when I'm sad at night, I go and read them. And so if you could add more in there, it will boost my self-esteem probably. I'd love to see some trolls. No, don't ask for that. They will come. They, you know no, they it's, will. It's a matter of time before they show Well, then don't face. ask them to come here. We're living our best troll-free life. Damn. Can I live? Uh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, good reviews. Please, no <laughs> trolls. Uh... We'd love to keep growing, so please share it with your family and friends, your mans, who's not really your mans, whoever. Let us know what your favorite part was. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile, and Pat at Pat.Arreguin on Instagram. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Our audio editor is Jason Ramirez. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and, more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us and send us your submissions at thecolorescollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening. And join us again Yo. next time for The Colores Radio. De- 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 De-